Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Don't you love it when he screws up? Oh yeah. <laughs> e, it's just a button. What you do is just kind of put that finger over and drop it down. All right, so enough of giving E shit. You can't give the producer shit, can you? No, not too much. It is, uh, I wrote this down, but I had to get the glasses. I want to welcome everybody to tuning in to Season 3, Episode 7, Ed. Pretty good. <laughs> Don't get too excited, will you? Hey, I want to give a big thanks to our sponsors. This podcast exists because of our good friends at Pioneer Car Audio. In fact, uh, we're really close to finishing a big project I'm working on with Pioneer. And I'll share some of those uh, tidbits of information at a later podcast. But I can tell you it's it's includes nine really cool mobile units that we totally gutted and the folks from five axis design whipped up with their staff some of the coolest rolling sound boxes that pioneer has created you're going to love them when i share that with you but thanks pioneer i want to thank all our friends from crc break clean and ed's favorite knocker loose knocker loose can't forget it love that stuff yeah i've been using this ed the cleaner carb. Do you notice all the uh, Clinton carbs? Yeah, I saw that you? out there. So I have a stash of Clinton carbs, which I thought at some point I was really going to need. And honestly, with the exception of that one remaining Clinton I've got hanging out, all these parts are here. If you need a carburetor, just drop me a line. I'll pay you to send them <laughs> to get them out of here, right? Give me a little bit more room for mini bikes. Want to thank our friends from Small Engine Cams. Tim. Right? Tim. Tim. Big Tim. I love him. I still continue to get. Uh, constant notes whenever I bring them up that they love them and they can't get Tim on the phone. So that means he's killing it. I laugh. I tell them to just keep on trying. Tim's uh, here supporting the show again. We'll be giving away a small engine cam that you and I will be giving away. We'll be selecting the lucky winner. Okay. We've Who else we got? Go-Kart USA. GoPowerSports. GoPowerSports.com. <clears throat> GoPowerSports.com. I continue to love those guys. They're, they're, check out their site, GoPowerSports.com. But also on Facebook and I think Instagram, they've been doing a lot of videos. And they're really active. They're out there riding, building, and they're building everything. Go-karts, mini bikes, friggin' helicopters. Uh, my guys, Bob out there, thank you for all the help. And Bob chimed in this week, and we're giving away a torque converter. Oh, cool. Yeah, and there's two different sizes for those. You can probably mix and match. Typically, they give away the products through a gift certificate, and you can buy whatever the hell you want anyways. So we'll be giving away a, a torque converter from the folks from GoPowerSports.com. And I believe I want to thank our friends from Studs. Studs. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, this just in. Uh, pretty soon we will be phoning Eric from Studs, who will be updating us, Ed, on the most recent attempt at their exciting drag racing mini bike extravaganza, the Candyman Extravaganza, which is held out in Michigan. Was Predict- that canceled? And then we're going to have a re-date on it? We're going to find out. We'll have Eric on. I'm going to buzz him up. And then we're going to... um, This is a premiere night for us too, Ed. Two big things. Shortly, you and I will share with the listening audience the two 2018 inductees into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. Cool. Which you and I continue to... We're pretty good at it. It'll make it a, you know, it's pretty obvious at some point, you know, who these two deserved folks are. So we'll announce those shortly. If you uh, have any guesses at who you think may be announced into the Hall of Fame, want to send those in, go ahead and send that comment in along with any other questions. 
And this will also be, Ed, the premiere of Going Solo. Oh, okay. Now, Going Solo. Frank and Brian. Brian, particularly. Oh, Brian, yeah. Frank's too busy doing other things. And I am leaning on him for the Pioneer bike. Last thing I need to be doing is getting him hooked into some damn podcast every week, right? (laughs) Or not quite every week, but pretty close. Uh, So what will happen is that the technical questions that many of you folks have sent in over the recent podcast, and we're we're getting away from the customs. In fact, you know, I, I don't know if it was Brian I was talking to or Jake. Like everybody is building these one off wild drag bikes with all kinds of shit welded on attached to them. And although I can appreciate that, we're not really looking for those types of questions about your unique one off bike or for that matter you know how to save an ounce off of your drag racing frame we're looking for kind of average questions uh and brian will be reviewing and looking at all the questions as they're posted on the facebook live opportunity the only questions that are eligible for the uh going solo prize which is how it's going to work is brian's going to look at all the questions that come in now throughout the break Mm -hmm. and a little bit after the break And then towards the end of the second half of the show in the podcast, we'll be uh, phoning up Brian, and he'll review three of the top questions that he selected. And then out of those three, we're going to pick a winner. And uh, compliments of F&B Racing, they're going to be giving away one of their Stage 1 pipes. Oh, okay, cool. So just to review, we're giving away the small engine cam to those questions coming to us. And those could be questions about mini bikes or, you know, no event questions, or maybe you got a comment or question about the upcoming Joe's mini bike reunion, which is October the 13th here in beautiful. La Crescenta. Uh, Bring all those normal questions to us. The tech questions will go to Brian. You'll have a chance to win that F and B pipe. We'll also be giving away the torque converter. Ed, you and I will give that away from gopowersports.com. And when I was talking to Eric, you know, studs, in addition to being one of the go-to headquarters for mini bike and go-kart, related ATV, UTV related parts in the Michigan area, particularly Detroit. Eric's a good guy. He's a promoter. He's uh, giving away uh, all kinds of opportunities through the event series, through his shop, but he's giving away, Ed, some of his new cast aluminum um, handlebar uh, blocks. They're available in small, which are really good for like the Rutmans. Mm -hmm. Uh, The larger units are for like larger frames and customs. And he's got an XL package for like applications like the Pack Mule, those really big oh, bikes. Oh, okay. They range from like 55 bucks up to 75 bucks. We're going to give away a pair tonight. Uh, somewhere during the break, we'll figure out a way. In fact, maybe when we get Eric on the phone, which will be shortly, we'll find out a way that he'd like to give away those. So we got four or five products that we'll be giving away. Uh, this podcast, Ed, is uh, dedicated to another addition to our family. I've got a great niece. Like if that doesn't make you think you're getting friggin' old. So I've got a great niece, and uh, welcome her into the world, uh, Alina Rose. Uh, wishing her and her mom and dad the best. I think there's a picture of her out there. Congratulations to her. I want to wish a happy birthday to, do you remember Steve Mal? He was the competitive mountain biker from Arizona. No, I was never into mountain bikes. Yeah, he was on the podcast. He was here in town, and we had him in one of the earlier podcasts, I think season two. Really? Yeah, he just uh, had participated in a mountain bike competition oh i remember yeah yeah 18 yeah. hours yeah yeah I, he won first remember. place he won 50 grand he was telling us about the after party with all the girls and all that stuff so it's his birthday he lived another year and he <laughs> didn't get killed on that mountain bike so we're happy for him and congratulations apparently he bought a house with all that money of his uh, we mentioned the hall of fame ed 
And this year's inductees. You're going to tell them now? I'm going to get to it. Okay. I was going to kind of work you into it. Because I phoned you, I think, before. I went through it a couple times with you. We actually had talked about this. When? Initially, almost. Almost last year, almost. Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. And then life goes by. And life is all full of all kinds of twists and turns. So you recently, you recently got, you got to find a place now, right? Yeah. You yeah, I've like- been there 12 years. And he decided he wanted to sell the place because his mom died and she, she had it. But it had to go through probate because when this guy's mom died, he didn't have a will. So this house had to go through probate. What a pain in the ass that is. Probate went through uh, on the 13th, and he told me they're going to sign the papers over to him in about a couple weeks, three weeks, two, three weeks. And So you're looking for for a place to live. And you were thinking about everybody's dream, especially for a single guy that's into automotive, would be a shop that can also fold into... Walk into well, I little, had one a long time ago, but I gave it up. You had a shop with a residential lean too, where you had a chance to crash there in addition to yeah, working. You well, know, those are tough now, right? Yeah, and if you do find one, they're expensive. Well, it's California, that's why he's selling the friggin' house through probate. He wants to cash in, and now you're stuck. Well, you're that's what do funny. they call that? That's funny because it's the way people think. Is he had a, a go kart, there's a uh, storage shed. In my yard, and yeah. it's, it's stuff he keeps in it. And it's a go-kart that his dad made him. Are hand-built? Yeah, all, all right. hand-built. So I asked him if he wanted to sell it. And he said no. It had, you know... It, sentimental value. Yeah, sentimental value to him. Did it have a recognizable engine? Who was yeah, in there? yeah. Who was in there, do you know? Uh, it had a power products motor in it. Ooh, that's why you liked it then. Yeah. And... Um, so now I'm thinking, well, if that had sentimental value, what about this house? It used to belong to his grandmother. Now he wants, he wants to sell it. So it's like... You're probably going through the whole scope of emotions. Plus he's got his to- mom's house that probably went through probate. So he's got these two houses. Yeah. Plus he lives in a house. So I think he wants to get rid of both these houses. And well, here's what I would work do. On his own stuff. Wh- whatever he does isn't going to be able to amount to your advantage immediately. But two things are either going to happen: you go out of this thing somewhat on a good way, and who knows, maybe the guy ultimately comes back in the picture. Otherwise, you just walk away. Get yourself a spot. He's giving you how yeah, many days? Yeah. Forty days? Oh, well, I don't know. Days? He didn't tell me yet, but he had told me that probate had uh, finished, and uh, they were going to sign the papers over to him in a couple weeks. Well, look, I know that it's a concern of yours. Uh, you're looking for a place in the valley, right? You're kind of off. You're Pacoima yeah, now, right? I, yeah. So I, you want to be what? Van Nuys Valley? Part time job in Chatsworth. Too, okay. So I can't go too far to commute to and from Chatsworth. So. Well, most of our listeners are SoCal. So for those of you who would like to, man, I'd love to be getting a check from you every month. I ought to find a place just so I can rent it out to you. Have you write me a check every month? <laughs> So find a place for Evil Ed. Otherwise, you know, maybe we'll convert the garage, Ed. Linda likes you more than me, for Christ's sake. We'll put a fucking second level on this thing here. We'll do one of those uh, fireplace uh, spiral stairs for you, and you can run <laughs> up and down there, and we'll build many bikes until, until well, until I get out of surgery. Because I was, I was telling the guys, look, we're going to be bitching because Ed's got to find an apartment, and i got to get cut up. 
But you reassured me because you apparently had arthroscopic surgery when I had that clean out, yeah, on the shoulder. And that and that was back. Now did they have hospitals back then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, it was done at Northridge Hospital. Pre-quake? Uh, no, it was after. Oh God! It was in the mid '90s. So that's why you walk with that lean. You still got something sticking on your left what, shoulder. That's with another <laughs> shoulder. That's the other shoulder. I separated that shoulder. And, and why didn't you have that operated on like I'm going to do? Because I was afraid that you're going to screw it up. <laughs> so what the fuck you think's going on with me? Like I was supposed to go in. The first option she gave me was July 3rd. It's like, hello, <laughs> fucking July 4th. Have you heard of it? Uh, pool parties, drinking, jumping So off. actually why I didn't get it done is... When I was going through the therapy. Yeah, the physical therapy. Yeah, it, it started to get better. Me too. So I just said, no, I don't want the surgery. Let's see what happens. So I did so, the same. I did physical therapy. The guy laughed. He said I had, had four four-week sessions and then another four. And each of them got better. And then I was done with the prescribed physical therapy. And you're either, ah, or not mm -hmm. i i had immediate satisfaction and then immediate pain <laughs> like five days after not doing the physical therapy yeah and when i went back in he was the first one to say look i don't think you need to be operated when i first went in there he wasn't like these other doctors who want to jump in and start cutting you so and and, I, and him sending me the physical therapy after the mri was great because i did not want to get operated on and the same thing when i went back in this time he said look we tried the physical therapy. It didn't ain't working. Work. So they call it a decompression? Yeah, they, they go and in they there clean and they out. clean out. Yeah, whatever. So I got to go in there Give a little bit more room to uh, move around in. Here's what I do not suggest you do. <laughs> Watch those videos <laughs> online. <laughs> it is scary shit. They tell you it's outpatient, right? It's like, fuck. You're taped up. They got <laughs> things in your mouth. They're, they get you on like a rotisserie. You know the rotisseries to build our cars and flip them around? You, so you're either like sideways with your arm up um, or I don't know. The, the, it, it, after a few clicks and a few videos, I turned it off. My face got red. I, I, I started shaking. I said, I got to call this guy and call this off. But it was an hour 45 minute. I'm going to go in there and get cleaned up. So that'll be July 12th. Yeah, this is one one uh, day operation. You go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an hour out. and thirty minutes. Yeah. You go to some room and hang out as you come down from the drugs. I think they give you a, somewhat of a a, a nerve block. Mm -hmm. If I have any questions about medical, I'll ask E during the break. But so I'm going to go in and uh, when will we plan on doing podcasts for July? Have we got a schedule yet, E? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So the twelfth would have been a Thursday, though, right? So the so Thursday. Yeah. So so um, I. I think I could do the podcast on the 11th. So maybe we'll do a pre-surgery podcast. When, right? they, when they did mine, yeah. they told me to come to therapy the next day. The day after the surgery. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do so that. So I was so droggy. You couldn't say groggy. I, I, I couldn't <laughs> make it. So I rescheduled it for the They don't the expect next you day. to fucking drive it. You're supposed to have a friend that takes you. You're not supposed to drive I was there. still droggy. So I called him up and I told him I can't make it. I blah blah blah. I think you made so up a then new I word. go to the doctor on the second day when we rescheduled it, and he gets mad at me. You were supposed to come yesterday. There's no I, getting dude, mad. Dude, I couldn't even wake up. You should have told me you were draggy. I did. 
How'd that well, go? I couldn't even wake up the next day. I spent two days in bed. What do you mean, get up? So that's what I have to look forward to, two days of bedded pain? Well, it depends on the anesthetics they give you. Well, you probably didn't buy it. Did you get the anesthetics? No. Say you fucking do it. You got to get the pain relief. Say, it was like 70 bucks back then. I know. Oh, Christ, Ed. Anyways, welcome everybody to the podcast. That was a pretty long opening, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> hey, uh, Trevor's here. Trevor Dalton. Uh, places littered with people. Uh, Trevor is... Uh, what would you be? Would you be our... Uh, our producer or director, because I don't even know what that means. Cameraman. <laughs> Cameraman. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call Trevor our, our new guy. He's gonna head up the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion video series that we're putting together, and uh, he's gonna be working with E. This is his first time meeting you, Ed. Mm-hmm. How'd it go at first blush? Yeah, I just said hi and walked away. Well, you're like that. You're very guarded. I noticed on your I first. I said hi and walked away. Did you? And then you? Well, okay, so. I, I didn't give a chance to, to, to prompt you on that, but Ed's kind of like that in the beginning. Yeah. I'm sure you'll go to love him because the camera loves him anyways. So from that perspective, you guys are going to get along great. Uh, welcome, Trevor. Looking forward to working with you. We've got a big assignment coming up. Our first big... Well, actually, what am I saying? This would be almost... If you listen to E, this is almost going to be our third opportunity to film because the first series... Could be enough for two shows. Oh, really? Yeah. So they'll they'll figure that out. We don't have to worry about that stuff. E will figure that out. We'll work with Trevor. But Jake is coming down, Jake Moe, this Saturday as we film. This Saturday morning, you got to be here early. I know, I know. You got makeup. You got the whole fluffer thing. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to go to Hesperia. Yeah. Or Ontario. I believe it's somewhere in the Inland Empire, they call it. one lives in Ontario and the other Yes, but we're going to the F&B headquarters. Oh. We're going to meet with uh, the Frankes brothers. We're going to sit down with Frank, and we're going to be bringing Jake with us. And Trevor will be there, cameras in tow. And we're going to capture some video. Uh, and that will be fodder for our probably our, our second, third, fourth videos. We've got a series in hopes to do maybe somewhere in the neighborhood of 6 to 10, if we're lucky, this year. And uh, more on that later on. But Trevor, welcome. Thank you for coming up. Trevor, um, Trevor, where are you? A little bit south of the airport? Where are you? North of the airport. Whereabouts? Uh, Marina Del Rey. Oh, Marina Del Rey, where it's always gray. Yeah. Literally. I know. Yeah. I don't know if folks, all these guys are coming to visit SoCal. And oh, we've got to call up Karen. Oh, let's call Karen? Well, I was just going to get into that, but I was going to do the big announcement on the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. That's so right. Karen, we started on that. Karen, if you're sleeping, you may want to get up because you want to hear this shit anyways. Uh, Karen that uh, Bob, excuse me, that Ed's referring to is Karen Krause. Karen just recently attended the Winbear, which I like to call Winbear, Ed. Winbear. Yep. Kind of like the whole draggy thing with you. Winbear uh, event, which did go off, and that's in Winbear, PA. And Karen's going to give us a little bit of insight there. But before we do that, Ed, we're going to announce the Hall of Hall Fame of inductees. Okay. Our first Hall of Fame inductee, Ed, is a legend in this hobby of ours, this uh, this place of ours. He started a company back in, I want to say it was the early 60s with his brothers, three of them, and the company was called Little Indian, L-I-L apostrophe Indian. Mm-hmm. Many of you who are listening, especially our friends in the Detroit area, 
are very, very familiar. And uh, those of you who are just diehard mini bike fans are obviously aware of Little Indian themselves. Iconic, uh, trend-setting, marketeer extraordinaire. This is the guy who placed ads uh, in National Magazine selling mini bikes. This is the guy who hired and brought in Playboy models from Los Angeles to appear in his brochures and his trade show booths. This is a guy who sold, at one time, hundreds of thousands of these things. Mm-hmm. And he did it working with brothers. He watched his business grow beyond this little gem of a business that they had had as a family to a huge company, dealt with all of the growing pains of becoming a leading huge company during a time that everybody was blossoming in this industry and then saw it mature and adjust and change and unassemble itself. And although he still maintains a very cool little headquarters in Michigan that he works every day with his uh, son, um, our first inductee is Ray McRena. Mitrina? Mitrina, I think it is. Yes, M-I-C-H-R-I-N-A. It's one of those, I think the, I think you pronounce the H and the, in combined, they're, they're silent, but Ray Mitrina from Little Indian Mini Bike, congratulations. Uh, my good buddy, Kalman Carisi, you know Kalman. Mm, I don't know him, but I... Uh, through, yeah, social media? Yeah. Right. Uh, for some reason, I keep always thinking that you were with me when we went back there to Detroit. Kalman went and... Um, told Ray and his son that mm-hmm. we were inducting him into the Hall of Fame. And despite our attempts to try to get him out here, he's at that point now where he's really not doing a lot of traveling. So maybe our good friend from the Motor City, Calman Carisi, who um, is a real personal friend of mine and helped me out when I was back there, he may come on Ray's behalf oh, okay, cool. to accept. To so accept. Uh, if that happens, we'll, uh, we'll hook you up and we'll reciprocate for the nice way that you treated me when I came back there and visited with Roadkill back uh, last year, Calman. So that's the first inductee. And our second inductee is someone that I had phoned you about, Ed. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty obvious that our second inductee... Pemecula Bob. Who many folks may not be aware, his real name is Robert Oliveira. Congratulations, uh, Temecula Bob. You're our second inductee into this year's Hall of Fame. I actually had a chance to talk to Bob. And he said, what? He said, I didn't do nothing. And I said, well. Bullshit. <laughs> bull, bull crap. Well, I said, apparently, there were quite a few other people that thought differently. And that I can almost predict that he would have a tough time coming out and accepting the award he he said yeah, that he, he would he would yes he would come out he said he would good for you bob all right so i told him to bring gerald oh yeah, yeah. if gerald was up to it in fact i i think i was reaching out to i haven't heard back from him sometimes it takes gerald a little bit of, of a while to get back but he was selling that trike yeah i was just gonna buy it just to have it oh okay so if he hears this he wants to sell the bike well paypal it was 1600 bucks or something like that did you bring any money tonight <laughs> Sorry, we'll get to that. I'm saving mine for when I gotta move. All right, so there's the big announcement: the Hall of Fame inductees, uh, Ray Mitrina from Little Indian Mini Bikes in Michigan, and Temecula Bob right here in the Inland Empire. I think it's two good choices. Yeah, and uh, hint, hint. Guess where Temecula Bob's from? 
Right. Temecula, California. So hopefully we'll have a chance to see Calman accepting on behalf of um, Ray. And we'll see uh, Bob, Temecula Bob, accepting on his own behalf. This will be on October the 13th, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion in beautiful La Crescenta, California at CV Park. I talked to the lady at the park recently, Ed. Oh, yeah. You know what she said? She got the check. And, um, you know, it's nice when you work with the same group of folks. Sometimes when it changes, you got to recreate the wheel. Right. It's nice now. Very simple. Her name is Dina. She's been very helpful making the uh, whole thing simple, which it should be. It's a mini bike show in a park for a day. Right. But there's a lot of things that we had to deal with last year with permits, and we talked about all the all the trouble that could happen at an event. We were talking to Rafa. Yep. So the fact is, it's going off, folks. <clears throat> it's the 13th of October. I know everybody's riding, and I know everybody's out there. And, you know, it's summertime. School's out. Uh, websites are popping. Social media is popping. Craigslist is popping. See a lot of stuff happening. So why don't we do this? E, I'm going to dial up Karen. Let's see what we got here. Ed, tell us a little bit about Karen while we're setting this up, would you? Now, you met her because you guys worked together. Now, you met didn't you at Wimber one time no, and then she does seats Wimber, for you? Yeah. Fill folks in on that, would you? Well, I met her on Wimber and. Um, you met her at Wimber yeah. at the event. Right. Right. And um, she just hung out. We uh, hung out for a while. And then um, she's always on uh, oldminibikes.com. I see that. And uh, maybe, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, she started doing seats. Making uh, the upholstering mini bike seats. She's done two for me. Did she do one for you recently? Yeah, she, she just finished one today. They, oh, she told you it's finished and she's mailing she it, or mailed, you got she, it? She sent me a picture. Uh, how's it look? It looks good. So it's forward fun. that over to E, uh, if you can. Uh, I'll give you his email address, and maybe we'll have a chance to post that later on in the podcast. It's a vintage uh, Bonanza seat. Oh, nice. Did uh, she do anything get, specific, or did she go back to the original look, or what, what did she do? I told her how to do it, and then um, she changed it a little bit. And I got to thinking, yeah, she's probably right on that. Because if you Google vintage bonanzas, you get nothing. You don't get any pictures, or you get a picture that's, you can't make nothing out. So there's like really, you know. Nothing detail. Yeah, you can't really detail anything. So I had a picture of an original seat on a bike, and I thought it was hand-stitched in half-inch pleats. Well, she said that she had some half-inch heat-pleated uh, material that she had custom-made for some uh, rups, I think. and uh, Just with a doctor ordered, huh? Yeah, so she used that with the Bonanza gold piping. But oh, beautiful. But it's made a little bigger than a stock Bonanza seat because they were a little bigger. And she made me a Bonanza MX seat on a seat pan that um, I made. I remember that. Yeah. That was recently. Yeah. We had that bike here. And um, So you got both of those seats. Uh, one of them is done and it's coming to you and the other one is complete. mail it out probably tomorrow. Well, why don't we call her? Okay. Let's, let's dial her up. And for folks she, who are looking for seat nice work, work, Ed, how do you get a hold of her? Just online? Well, yeah, I've been going through OMB and uh, Facebook. But I just recently got her phone number because I told her to call me, and uh, she called me, and now I have her phone number. 
Hi, Karen. It's Joe and Ed from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are we keeping you up? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay awake. I'm trying to stay, uh, yeah, it's late here. <laughs> well, thank you for the effort. I haven't had the opportunity to officially talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, you too. I see you do some really nice seat work. I sent you some samples of some of our uh, project seat work in the past. We have to collaborate sometime. So I'm here with Ed. Say hi to Ed. What are you doing, Ed? Well, I'm sitting here doing a podcast. How are you doing, Karen? Good, good. What is it, about 11 o'clock back there? Uh, almost quarter of. Quarter of, yeah. So, yeah, that seat you did for me looks pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it came out nice. You're going to like it. Cool. I, I still have one more for you, but I don't want to send it to you um, until after I move. Yeah, moving's going to be tough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a lot of stuff like me. <laughs> yeah, I do. I need more of a garage than I do at a, a house. So, yeah. Karen, when I had, Ed had asked me what we were, um, who we were having for a guest tonight, and I had mentioned to him that we were going to be doing a few major announcements. One of them, we just inducted two of the folks into the Hall of Fame, and then we've got the premiere of Going Solo with Brian Franquez. But I told him that we were going to be trying something different by talking to some of the mini bike uh, enthusiasts out there across the U.S. who had recently gone to some events. And Ed, to this day, still talks about going back to Winbur, which I may do with him, but that event recently took place, and I was hoping that you may be able to give us a short little recap about what happened there and maybe give us and some of the uh, listeners a little bit of insight from that event. I saw that Rupp. Uh, you see the Rupp I bought? I yeah. couldn't control myself. God, that's a nice bike. So you bought a bike nice. there. That, that, that was a good thing for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, I bought a 71 Rupp all original with all the paperwork and the title and everything I found there. Was that the orange one? No. Oh. Uh, purple. Purple. Great purple color. One. A purple one. And uh, so what was it, just on display with a sign, or did you find out about it uh, before it was advertised in advance, or how did you stumble across it? I was just walking around, and the one guy had it, and he says, oh, here's just what you need, Karen. He's one of the MMB members. So you were rolling out there packing some big bucks over there at Winbury. You had your, you had your eye on <laughs> packing some big bucks. I, I, I took my wallet. <laughs> hey, this at this day and age, everybody has Square, where they just plug it into their phone and they're swiping credit cards too. You know, even the swappers. So, I know. how was the event, Karen? How many bikes were out there? Oh, it was great. Uh, not as many people as usual. I'd say maybe two, three hundred people. Uh, what do you think that was? Why do you think that was? Was it a weather thing, or was it just because, like so many other folks, there's just so many other things to do in the week, during the weekend? Well, there, there were a lot of people that weren't there. I heard of a lot of them that had other things to do, and uh, sickness in the families. You know, we're all getting at that age where our parents are very old, and uh, I think a big, I think a big thing is about not having the parade anymore. A lot of people really like the parade. That made it. Oh, so that was a big, was that something that they had to change uh, from last year? Uh, it's been, I think it's been two years now that we haven't had the parade. Yeah, yeah I could two see years. that. Two years. Because uh, yeah. Ed and I recently participated in one here in Southern California. And yeah. I will tell you, 
uh, I was like a little kid riding my yep. mini bike in front of, with all my friends, with, with crowds of people on both sides of you. There is something energizing about it that you get addicted to that shit. So I, I, I would imagine if, if you got a taste of that and then we're told that that was not going to be available at the next event, your first inclination would be, well, <laughs> I ain't going I ain't anymore. Going. Uh, that's, that's too bad. And the people love it too, right? I'm sure that the town probably showed up with their lawn chairs watching all the cool mini bikes. too bad it, but there there is still obviously a lot of good times to be had at the event itself and candidly that's really what i have going we're unable to ride particularly in socal where i am and as a result it's a static event you know we yeah. do somewhat of a cackle fest on the hour but for the most part there's no riding and it's always been one of the pebbles in my shoe as an event producer is that you know how big you can make it if there was an opportunity to put these bikes in motion but nevertheless, uh, yeah. nevertheless it, it's a static show, and people still enjoy that. How did the folks seem to be reacting that were in attendance at the event, Karen? Oh, good. You know, there's, uh, I think the, tra the, the trail there that goes all through the farm up in the hills and through the woods is like three and a half miles long. So, you know, you could be uh, missing all day up on the trails riding. There's plenty of place to ride. See, so that makes it cool, Ed, because at least you get to ride. I mean, it, it, so so although you don't get a chance to show off at the parade, you still have a chance Plus to go the ride. Wimber has a bike show too. Yeah. So how how did the show go? Who were uh, what types of bikes were winning the all the big awards? Do, do, do you remember any one or two particularly, Karen? Uh, the one boy, he's kind of young. I think he's still in college. He had his bikes when he was very young. His name's Nate, and. Uh, he had three Rock TT 500s there, and they were beautiful. Yeah. He's amazing for his age. I mean, he can only be 22, 23 at the most. Wow. He did a beautiful job on those bikes. Yeah, maybe, Karen, you could send me some photos and uh, some uh, background information on that. We'll put it up on the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page, too. Yeah, I, can, I took some pictures of the bikes. Yeah, you know what, Karen? I can already—I can always tell when I hear someone's voice if I connect, and I—I uh, I think I feel that with you. Thank you for all the extra effort you make with Ed. If folks are interested in getting some seat work done, I know Evil Ed's got the hotline number, but how—how uh, how do you prefer that folks get a hold of you if they would like to maybe get some work done, some custom seat work? Oh, uh, they can always call or email. Would you uh, like to maybe give out that information? Uh, yeah, I can. It probably has one of those cards, doesn't it? Yeah, but I didn't bring it today. Do you no, want to just maybe... How about this, Karen? So we don't uh, uh, take advantage of your phone and ring that off. Why don't you just maybe give an email address that you're comfortable giving out and the folks who are interested in maybe finding out about... Well, they can, they can go get hold of her on OMB as Manchester 1. Okay. Or... Yeah, that's probably the best way on the phone. Or on Facebook is Karen Krause. Okay, great. Uh, K-A-R-E-N-K-R-A-U-S-E. Karen Krause, yes. uh, and that's because there are a lot of folks that may not have access to OMB, so they can right. get their kids so to check her out on Facebook. Right, Karen, uh, how long have you known the guy sitting across from me? Uh, I know you guys met at a Winber event. Has it been a decade or two you guys know no. each other? Or how long has it been? Oh, it's probably 
probably been five, I'd, six years. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe yeah. six years. That's getting close to a decade, Ed. Did he have a beard you know, when you saw him? Ed didn't tell you the funny story when he met me, did he? Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> well, I was on the for I was on the forum for probably about a year and a half, and I uh, I never let on that I was a girl. Right. And uh, <laughs> when I when I went to Winbur and Ed was there, I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, you're evil Ed. I'm Manchester One." And he goes, "Oh my God, you're a woman." <laughs> <laughs> so you fucking catfished him? Well, she didn't go by her name. Uh-huh. She catfished your ass. Actually, none of them, none of them knew. None of the people knew. So it was quite a. Uh, oh, so, so I was. <laughs> it was a, the only person who knew was Drew from OMB because I only <laughs> live like five miles from there, and I'm there all the time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I bet Ed immediately went back in his mind, trying to think about all those texts and posts he said. Well, he didn't mean any of the. I, um, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even. Th- I thought it was a guy. <laughs> I got him good. I got him good. <laughs> well, all those tit and dick comments he made, <laughs> no. he takes back. <laughs> no. He never says anything bad on the forum. No, he's so nice, isn't he? Behind that 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 tough, rugged look, he's a teddy bear. Oh uh, yeah, he's a big teddy bear. He wanted to go back this year. In fact, we both wanted to go back. But I too would probably would have expected to go to that parade. And got pissed off. <laughs> well, they got a, they got a new police chief and a new mayor, and they're both uh, sticks in the mud. So. Oh well. Uh, That's the problem. Karen, that. who's behind that event? That Winber event. What? There was the longest time I thought Drew. I thought it was Drew's event forever. I thought it was an OMB no, event. It's uh, Jeff and Dawn Meehawk. Uh, it's their. Uh, Mihawk, and I don't even sure how you pronounce the name properly. I hear you. It's their farm. It's their farm. It's their event. Got it. Well, I I don't know them. Doesn't Jeff Jeff have a uh, rubber products for automotive? He oh, makes rubber. Well, he does. That's like uh, like yeah, he restores mini bikes, and he also restores like antique cars and everything. But I believe he started out with doing all the the rubber products. Right. Oh, like a steel rubber or one of those guys that make replacement molding or rubber for your cars and trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, there's actually quite a few folks that are in that industry, but uh, I, I can only imagine uh, what they do to, to collect everybody and put that event on, on an annual basis. And at some point, we've got to get out there. And if we do, I know who our third one's going to be in the gang, and it's going to be you, Karen. <laughs> Oh, it's a great show. It's so much fun. I mean, when I come home from there, I don't have any voice because all you do is like talk to everybody from like uh, 6 o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, you go home and voiceless. You know, did, you buy, <laughs> did you buy anything uh, besides the uh, Rupp? Yeah, Jeff opened up his uh, secret garage here with all the NOS parts, and I had to take a shopping cart in there, you know. Oh, I love it. So how big is your collection, Karen? I'm sorry, what's that? How big is your collection? I have about 60 bikes. How many? 60. Six, zero. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, maybe we'll... Trevor, where exactly are you? <laughs> well, uh, what I'm getting at is that... We're, you may have heard Ed and I uh, talk about our new online show. And as we mature and continue to find sponsor support, 
our hopes are to visit places where we can meet folks like you and see, if not a collection, but a portion of a collection because like I look around here, I've got a handful of bikes. Maybe there's 12 bikes over here and somewhere out there there's eight or 10 other ones stored or being built. So I'm like 20 and change. And that to me is way too much. You've got like three times that shit. I got to get out there and see what you have. And I think some of the folks who watch the show would like to do that. So I'll let Ed and uh, our big shot producers follow up with you on that. But maybe there'll be an opportunity for us to grab a cheap Southwest flight and uh, come out there with a couple cameras and see what you got going on sometime, Karen. That would would be pretty cool. And will we be able to camp out in our uh, tents in front of your house and (laughs) use your barbecue? Well, I actually, I I, uh, built a big big garage up at my uh, little cabin house, which, you know, the garage is like three times the size of the cabin, and I can get everything up there and build shelves and stuff, so. Well, save a place on that. that save a place on that shelf for an autographed Evil Ed hat, and we'll uh, we'll get your mailing address. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. You can um, you can puff up that pillow and go to sleep. And uh, I, I, thank you. I know it was kind of quick and impromptu. Sometimes when you ask people to do things in advance, they get nervous or find reasons not to do it. When you call them right beforehand, they can't get their way out of it. So thanks for being a good sport, Karen. All right, thank you, Joe. Talking to you. You too, doll. Thanks, Karen. All right, Ed. Take care. You too. See? I can tell by her voice I love her. You she's, know? She's cool. 60 mini bikes. Oh my God. We got to get over there. Make it 61 with that rub, huh? She went crazy. All right. Well, crazy is what it's all about. Let's keep things going. Uh, now, once again, if you have questions and they're technically natured questions, they're going to be looked at at the break by Brian Franquez. Brian's new segment, Going Solo. It'll be on every podcast. We'll do that. You know what I like about that the most, Ed? Hmm. We don't have to deal with that shit. <laughs> right? And um, Let someone else deal with it. And I like, yeah, th- that's the thing about growing and prospering in business, Ed. It's to delegate. Right, E? He's falling asleep. He's still a little <laughs> pissed off about missing that button. <laughs> Talk to him about that later, would you? All right, so now, uh, because it's the East Coast, and then I think about it. It's like fucking 11 o'clock over there. What time yeah. do these people go to bed? They're getting old. They're getting old probably like you. Get, probably gets up early like I do. I don't think, like, I don't get the sense, like, Karen's worrying about running to somebody's job at 9 o'clock in the morning. I think she's got a little bit of, uh, I'll go to where I want to go when I want to go. I don't I know how she does it. She makes minibike seats and fucking builds minibikes. She does everything. All kinds of shit. She tires me out just looking at it. I'll tell you what, she's my best new friend. Hi, Karen. Karen, do us a favor. Send us your address. And um, I think she thinks you're walking around carrying her business card, Ed. Let her know that you keep that in your bedroom in the top drawer. I think I put it on my desk at home. All right. So now we're going to do this again. Our next uh, call is going to go to Eric from Studs, Studs Power Sports. See the big logo up here, Ed? Mm -hmm. Look at it right up there. All right. We're going to give him a call. And we're going to find out what's happening with Eric. Eric, if you recall, had... The Candyman extravaganza mm-hmm. recently rained out. But for a man like that, shrug off it. Go on to the next show. Oh! There's the voice of a mini bike legend in the Motor City. He's the man behind Studs. Eric, what's happening, brother? Not much, man. How you doing? Doing good. We just got off the phone with Karen. How's everybody out in Cali? Well, right. we're uh, we're doing okay. It's it's still sunny and 
70, 75. We're outside. Got the garage door open. I'm here with Evil Ed. Say hi to Ed. Hey, what's happening, Evil Ed? Oh, same old, same old. What's up with you, Eric? Oh man, we're ready to hit a heat wave here, man. We're going to be in the. We're going to be close to 100 degrees this weekend. Oh really? You know, Eric, I don't know if you heard the front part of the show, but uh, Ed is in somewhat of a a residential transition, and um, you know, I've been to your place. Boy, if we could get like an 800 square foot addition on that back, um, and put him to work in the front, Ed would be a great. He'd be a great addition to the stud staff out there. I don't know. I mean, I don't oh, know if he'd well, want to give him up, but him? it's going to take big bucks, I think. So here's what I'll do. I'll put you in touch with his agent, and you guys can try to take it from there. I don't know if we can afford him. Can we afford him? <laughs> I don't know. You know, he's um, he's raking in the big bucks from Social Security. <laughs> hey, huh? Man, we, got, we, we can keep busy all day long, that's for sure. He would love it at your place, and you would. Uh, all, all shit aside, Ed, uh, you walk into Eric's place, it's like, ah! <laughs> Eric, what was that black well, little... We got, in- that, we got that new building that we're working on. So, yeah, we, we, definitely, uh, we definitely need somebody with uh, Ed's experience. That's what I'm talking there. about. Maybe we put in a little bit of an extension for the guy. Maybe there's a separate entrance <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a nice stand-up shower for the guy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You think we can pry him away from Taylor, though? I don't know. You know? Uh, it, it'd be on a kind of a, a, a limited basis. He'd probably do like a three-month stint. <laughs> you know, he'd be like... A, he'd yeah, be yeah. like you know, like the, have to be when the sun's out. He'd be like Rickles would take his show on the road and have to do like Orleans yeah. Hotel. When, when, when's the last time you seen snow, Ed? Uh, <laughs> that would be the 70s during his drug deal. Oh, sorry. 45 years ago. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric, uh, you recently, um, uh, you know, first of all, thanks for all you do back there. I, I just had a chance to meet you the one time and I felt like I knew you guys forever. Got a chance to kind of hang out in your place and talk to some of your employees and meet your customers. Thanks again for making me feel so at home when I went back there. Oh, no problem, man. We love you, man. Everybody uh, everybody couldn't get enough to you, man, when you came out. And, uh, hanging out with you at the Thunder Grove, even though it was short, was cool, you know? I rode like a bitch, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did, man. You tore it up. <laughs> uh, you took the rubber off those tires. <laughs> I was going so slow. It's like, the one thing I did not want to do, Eric, and you know, is like, I can't fall down on video my first time out there, so I was going kind of slow. Next time we go out there, we'll, we'll bring our racing shoes and we'll be ready to go. So you continue well, you to... Know, that, that, that track's pretty intimidating, and uh, even myself included. You know, everybody uh, we show we show videos to store. You know, of a lot of the races, and uh, you know, every single person, including myself, was guilty. Was like, oh, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna kill everybody. I used to ride dirt bikes. You get out there, and then you see those bangs and how rugged the track is. And next, you know, when you're out there on your maiden voyage, you're doing like you know five miles an hour on the track. You know. Well, uh, for those of you. In fact, many of you who do listen, I'm fortunate they are back there in Detroit. But those of you who may not have had a chance to meet Eric, uh, he's no slouch. He could be a running back, and he's ridden a bike or two, and he's built quite a few thousand of them. And he's probably been responsible or touched thousands of mini bikes that are in the hands of so many of the enthusiasts back there. They either bought from him or bought a part from him. And when he goes out there, he ain't rolling out there with um, a spare a box of parts and a mini bike thrown in the back of his his, his Corolla, he rolls out with a van. It's got tools. He's got guys with them. He's got riding gear. Uh, and he's very capable. Uh, and he goes down there at a much different pace than many of the other folks that go there. Now, that turn two, where they go over into the fucking grass and you never see him again, Eric? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like about a, 
about a 15 to 20 foot drop off the back side of the wooded area. So, yeah, we actually, uh, you know, when we were running races there, you know, we, we kind of shied away from it a little bit. We've got more into like drag racing scene here, but uh, yeah, we actually were getting, uh, we we're actually getting uh, people donating tennis court nets, you know, and we'd, we'd string these tennis, uh, these tennis nets across the trees, which, you know, I'd rather run into a tennis, uh, you know, one of the nets, of course, and, you know, we'd be a guy actually. It was crazy. Actually, I was racing on a Bonanza, believe it or not. Uh, really nice Bonanza, which belongs to uh, uh, Mad Mike, we call him here. And I uh, had my motor on it, and the bike was strictly made for that track. Uh, it had, it had uh, extra suspension to the front, you know, off of one of those 1300s. And, uh, and we have the big, I'll have to send you a picture, the big gnarly shock on the front. And, um, you know, it had, it had hydraulic brakes. Everybody else that's running, you know, we're running hardtails. There's one guy, his name's Benny, and... Uh, Everyone calls him crazy, Benny. He's been racing that track for like 30 years. He's, he's probably in his uh, late 40s or maybe even early 50s. And he had an alcohol uh, raptor engine on his. And, uh, man, he was, just, he was just giving me a ride to my, to my life. And I, I just couldn't get around him. He was so squirrely and stuff. And uh, finally, I passed him uh, almost near the end of the race. And he was trying to keep up with me. And he flew out, out of that turn, too. And uh, he went right into the trees at first. Then ended up cracking his helmet in half. And, God, I thought that was going to put a kibosh on the whole thing. Uh, you know, it's in Detroit, so when you call uh, when you call nine one one, you never know what you're going to get. You know, but uh, they, they actually showed up and he ended up being okay. Although he, he didn't remember uh, he didn't remember racing that day, but uh, you know, it definitely was a wake up call. Yeah, I um, I was I think like who was there with us? We had obviously Calman was out there. We had um, uh, our guy from. Uh, Who's a shorter dude? That was he was Crispy Minis. How can I forget Crispy Minis? Scott from Crispy Minis, who is a really good rider. So Scott from Crispy, he was turning up, and he gave me a heads up on turn two. So I go to turn two. I look, dude. I couldn't even see over the edge. So I was like, okay, I'm staying away from turn two. But turn three is not too easy either, because you can also go off that grassy side too. You know, the whole thing about it was that it was very cool. We had had a we had a hint of that out here as well from what i understand uh in van nuys and it's from what i yeah so it's it's not i don't know if it's available or what the status is but they still race bicycles on bicycles okay and this one was originally if i'm not mistaken eric this was the 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 velodrome that we were on that was originally built for bicyclists to train for the olympics too wasn't it yeah that was a lot of history behind that they built that for a local olympian back in the late 60s and i'm sure it was beautiful but then over the years of uh just uh, natural deterioration or, you know, people riding their Harleys or leaving cars on it. You know, the cement just dropped and shifted and uh, yeah. made it so treacherous. Well, the cracks in there are pretty damn deep, too. I mean, there, there's anywhere you, you're able to get a tire, there, there's literally cracks anywhere from maybe like a, an inch or two. God knows how deep. But that's part of the fun. And I can say now that I survived. Um, I know it's late back there, Eric, and I want to get a couple more things in before we let you go. First of all, I want to thank you again for your continued support. We've got your banner uh, raised here proudly. Uh, thanks for being a, a big supporter of the podcast. Uh, I understand that uh, we're going to be giving away a set of those new cast aluminum handlebar uh, blocks. Uh, those we mentioned were available in different sizes, depending on what your application. Yeah, they're, they're really nice. We've used them here in the, in the local area for a long time. They're, they're not cast, so they actually fill it. Oh, I'm uh, oh, sorry. Machine, okay. It's, it's machined, machined aluminum, and, uh, I mean, we've, just, uh, we've made modifications over the years, but uh, we basically have three, three uh, common sizes, and uh, it's kind of cool because we customize. Some people put their VIN numbers on them, which is neat. 
uh, some people find little loopholes in the, in the laws where, you know, if they have a, a bin stamped on their bike. Uh, Do a little engraving work? There and, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can put your name on there or, you know, a lot of the guys and stuff, you know, we've already had that are, you know, common ones are like Rutman or Spider or Harrison or Bonanza. So those smaller, so those smaller blocks, I don't know if you were, if you saw the picture I sent you, but it actually has uh, the, the front of the machine, so it actually fits right, the uh, right clearance is right over the front fork bolt, which is cool, and it fits nice and flush. You can run some nice, uh, nice game hangers on there, like on a Spider or such, or a Harrison. Yeah, I love those. And then we've got the, the, the larger block, which you can put bigger bars on. Um, because of the curve of the smaller bars, you can't run that, uh, that larger block, you know, because it's a loop on the bars, but, uh. But you can run a big, bigger bar for the bike. Then we have an extra large size, which uh, you know are for like pack mules, uh, judges, stuff like that. But they're they're really nice, and it's it just a lot more lot more uh, pounds per square inch on that bar than those you know little scraps. Well, and I like the opportunity where you can put together a handful of numbers and create a pseudo serial number to get you a little bit of relief when you get pulled over if you do. I see there's still a lot of riding out there. Um, I noticed my man Philippe was showing a little road rash. He he took his girlfriend's bike for a spin without her knowing. And, you know, he got <laughs> struck down by the king of karma, and his arm was all screwed up. I bet he didn't have a helmet on. I offered him a little bit of love. So, Pierre, if you're listening, stop riding your girl's bike without a helmet. Uh, everybody who rides, we really want you to go out there and have fun. But, Eric, you and I have been advocates of folks wearing helmets forever. Uh, you let the racing take place at the appropriate place, which is the track. Uh, before I let you go, let folks know the status of the rescheduled event. I know that, unfortunately, the recent Candyman extravaganza event was rained out. What do you got planned to yeah, uh, back that up? This is going to be a big one. Uh, we had a lot of people set up for camping, and, uh, uh, and, and our first event was a little cold. It was early in the year, so this is going to be a good one. But, unfortunately, we had, uh, we had uh, storms that whole day. So, yeah, our next event is going to be uh, July 27th. So some of the folks that may have did they pre-register or there folks that may have prepaid for anything for the rain out event uh, they, they, they can pre-register but most people just got the gates open uh, you know, half an hour early so they, they just they can pull up and pay as they come in and either race or spectate or, or ride it's really turned into a nice riding event you know we have the whole property that we uh, they turn us loose on so eric for folks who had uh, had the chance to participate before what are, what's the cost of admission for folks that want to bring their bike and either race or maybe what are the costs for camping? What do the folks just want to come and check things out? Where can they find well, out really pricing and information? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they can go on our. Uh, uh, we actually created an event on it. There is an event page for Candyman Extravaganza. Um, they can go on the Studs Hardware slash Power Sports uh, on the Facebook page. We post on there. We also post it on uh, a lot of the a lot of the uh, Facebook sites like uh, Michigan Mini Bike Scene, Mini Bike Nation. Uh, we, we don't really post it down on the Texas page, but uh, we've been known to share it here and there all, all around. Uh, all around, we get guys that travel up, you know, from uh, we've had Ohio, uh, from West side of the state, uh, maybe Indiana. We haven't had anybody from Cali yet. You know, we we uh, tried to get Charles Mosley out here. You know, and, uh, now I've talked to him a little bit. Uh, he's going to be hard for him to come out here, but that would be awesome. Uh, and also, man, what's it going to take to get you guys to come out here? Not. Not too much. Uh, there's a little. <laughs> b- th- 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 there's a there's an interest on our end to get out. 
Uh, Ed's going to try to find an apartment. I'm going to get my shoulder operated on and try to recover. I've got to be ready for my event, which is October the 13th. Honestly and selfishly, that's my primary focus. If I if I work myself into better shape before one of these events that you put on, and I know you put on a series of them, then uh, we'll make it easy. We'll get out there. We'll grab a cheap Southwest flight, maybe sleep on your couch, and um, Ed and I will come out hey. there and haunt you guys for, for maybe a day and have a for few sure. few and cheap we laughs. Do, uh, we do our annual show at the store, which is uh, usually in the third week of August, the Telegraph Cruise, which is a really popular cruise for cars, and we kind of incorporate our show there at the store. Um, but I mean, although that would be fun, I'd love to have you out at one of the events where you know I could throw you on a flight and you can ride for four hours. That would be a lot more fun. So. Look, we'll keep that in mind, uh, Eric. Thank you. Do you have anything you'd like to say or get, want to give any shout outs before we let you go? Yeah, I'll just say uh, thanks, thanks to you, man. I love what you do, and uh, you know, and I appreciate uh, you know the, the, the uh, support and uh, everything you have for the uh, for the sport. You know, it's people like you that uh, that, that push the uh, the bikes and safety and. Uh, I try to do the same thing, and let's keep this thing going. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate the kind words. Right back at you, brother. Uh, from me and Evil Ed, we wish you adios. Uh, high five to all of our Detroit mini bikers that are out there. Big shout out to Calman, uh, Pizza Boy, Myron chimed in. Uh, Myron's got a big day ahead of him tomorrow. We love you, Myron. Uh, look forward to seeing all of our friends in Detroit. Who knows? Maybe in August. If not, we'll get back to you sometime soon. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep in Thank you, Eric. Uh, that was Eric from Studs Power Sports. Uh, we're at the break, folks. If you'd like, go ahead and send those questions in on the Facebook page. Comments of Tech Nature, specifically for Going Solo, Brian Franquez. He'll be selecting the winners at the end of the podcast. We'll also be taking additional questions and comments. Me and Evil Ed will be giving away products. Pretty cool guy, that Eric, huh, Ed? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was two good calls. Uh, yeah. On the second half of the podcast... We'll be giving away all these prizes, and then we're going to start off the second half with a phone call to Jake Moe. Jake Moe is going to be part of the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion show. In fact, we'll talk to him a little bit about his filming sequence. I don't know if he's going to be good with the makeup. You have to get used to it. You look good with the blush, incidentally. (laughs) That mascara just makes you look years older. I mean younger. Uh, We'll be back in a little bit, folks. Do whatever you do for, what, five, ten minutes or so, E? What are we breaking? 10 minutes, uh, pop open a bottle of something and light something up. Have a good time. See you guys in a little bit. It's the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast brought to you by Pioneer Car Audio. See you in the soon. Is your car stereo a little outdated? Don't sell your car. Upgrade it. Get hands-free calling with Android Auto on the new Pioneer Next. New from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger pro size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas.
Hi, I'm Joe Severgandio. I've been crazy about mini bikes since I was a really young kid. You know, 50 years comes and goes pretty quick, yet my love and passion for mini bikes hasn't changed a bit. So cruise along with us in some of the coolest rides with some of the most colorful characters in this mini bike sport of ours, and check out some of the rarest collections, and visit some of the top builders and some of the wildest bikes, right here on Joe's Mini Bike Show. Joe's Mini Bike Show. No testing, there. testing. He did it again. Did you see? Did he? Yep. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Hope everybody had a good break. I was busy reading questions. Well, apparently, this whole going solo thing is blowing up. Really? Uh, I want to give a couple shout-outs to... I got a list of them, Ed. You know, I always wonder about that. Do you... Do you, do you ask for folks to make comments and questions, and then they ask for a shout-out, and there's tens, 20, 30, 100 of them, and then you only pick one or two? Like, I listen to podcasts, and they do that. Thanks, everybody. You know, I want to give a shout-out to Ed and Joe. Okay, back to the – you got to feed the machine, right? So I got a little bit of a long list. Why don't you get to some of the folks that maybe you want to – I don't know anybody. Well, you do. It's just you have a tar- hard time remembering who they are. Uh-huh. You know them. It's just remembering them, right? Yeah. Well, you, you can't do Karen because you already talked to her for a half hour. Let's give a shout out to Cliff, Judd, Mini Bike, Paul, Myron, Bailey, Scott Stebbins. Who's blowing up your phone? Why is your phone shaking? Who it's could not. be calling you during the podcast? No. No? I had it off. These people who call Ed during the podcast. I have it off. All right. Um, now you made me forget. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll jump in. And then you can Eric move. Adams does the podcast yes. for uh, and, and Old thank Mini you. Bikes Let, on let's tomorrow. Stay on, yeah. Let's stay on uh, that for Eric because yeah. Eric... I remembered, not through the show, but through that cool business card he yeah. gave to me. Because I think he attended one of my early mini bike shows. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So now that I feel a connection, I can check him out. And I think you... I uh, painted an engine for him once. And then Charles, you know, here's Charles again, right at the root of it. Charles sent me an email or a note about Eric last week. Said, Joe, this guy knows his shit. He's... He does great work, he, so yeah, we ought to have him on caskets. there. He does. We'll he have him on here. A couple T-shirts. We'll talk to E. We'll book him. Yeah, okay. But not before we book Ian Cordova next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, which will be the pre-surgery celebration podcast. That it'll be the 11th of July, right here in the garage. Evil Ed oh. and Ian Cordova. Ian, the People's Choice winner from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion 2017, the Green Taco. With uh, was it a little West Bend he had on there? I, I think it was. I think oh, it was, he'll tell you. Yeah, I think it was a West Bend. Yeah, so he did a great job. And then I love him. Uh, his brothers, his dad, pops. You saw pops. You hung out with him yeah, at the yeah, recent yeah. GT deal. Maybe so, he'll bring them this time. Yeah, I think they kind of go hand in hand. So uh, thank you um, for uh, listening, everybody. It's summertime. Hopefully, it's still nice and warm where you are. Window open. You know it's going to get to that hot, humid shit back east. So uh, have fun while you can, everybody. I want to give a shout-out to my main man, Corey. What's happening, Corey? Congratulations to you on your continuation of doing a good job. I uh, look forward to seeing you and Andre sometime soon, and happy birthday to Andre. Ed, um, did you remember who you wanted to give a shout-out to? Because if not, I'm going to blast right into my list. No, you can go ahead and blast. All right. We're going to start off with Linda. We already mentioned Ian, my man, Alfredo. We're going to be talking to Jake Moe in a little bit. Jake's going to bring us up to date on that recent AV ride that took place last week. I stayed home because I'm going to have a little 
work done on my arm and I was a little bit of a pussy, so you stayed home because when? The A V ride Sunday. Oh, I had a paint job to catch up on. You're big on that paint job thing. I know. All right. Come up with something different. Like maybe a friend died or something. Because uh, these guys want you to go. You know, they all want you to go. They ask constantly about, they ask me if I know the date and I say yes. And they say, is Evil Ed coming? They don't say, hey, do you know the date? And I say yes. And they say, well, are you coming? They say, do you know the date? I say, yeah. They say, is Ed coming? So they want you to go. Yeah, I need to go out there and give my mini bikes a test run. Yes, for Christ's sake. We're going to be dead in about 10 fucking years. we got to start riding these things or selling them. I'm going to be dead <laughs> tomorrow. You look great. You posted that picture of you assembling, what were those? Taco were, shocks. Taco shocks. How many did you do today? Uh, five. <laughs> you look good. You look damn good. You had that overhead shot yeah, like a Dino wanted star? to make sure he was going to get it right he said, oh you got to set this up and set this up people well, that take pictures they just take pictures we're going to set it up to where it looks professional yeah well tell him whatever look i know it well he's he got a little andy stood Warhol on a table him. almost fell off trying to take that picture i, had I to still scoot in real close well look that's all good preparation for the big show we'll be filming about a big day saturday to film but you're a natural up there behind the camera man you are do you have, have you have you set up your outfit yet? Have you laid it out yet? My outfit? Yeah, for the big shoot on Saturday. No, but I guess I got to do some laundry. Please, I got to be around you for like eight hours for Christ's sake. This is this is all right, all right, all right. I'm not gonna get into the the whole the, <coughs> clean uh, pants, clean shirt. There's wardrobe for that. There's a fucking <coughs> okay. They're gonna give you shit. You're gonna wear it. That's how it goes. I hate wearing clean clothes. They last about thirty seconds. That's okay. You're a hardworking man. I still bet you can kick my ass in arm wrestling. All right. So I want to give shout-outs to um, uh, Dennis Mansfield, longtime um, friend of the Sibergandio family, Kyle Ludwig, Jack Bagshaw, or Bashaw. Sorry about that. I gave you a G. There was a famous Bagshaw drag racer. I could have called you that, Bill Bagshaw. He was a Mopar guy. Brad Shree, Kyle Moody. Yay, in fact, Kyle. congratulations, Kyle Moody. Ed, didn't look. We, didn't we give Kyle something? He won the Stutz billet uh, handlebar blocks. Congratulations, right, Kyle, Kyle Moody. Look at you. Now, why, why do I know him? Facebook. That name. All right. So, should, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the... He's one of the uh, go-kart minibike guys. Well, good. Then it went to a good one. And congratulations to Irving Green Hornet Payan. Irving... Um, Won the torque converter from the folks at GoPowerSports.com. Congratulations, Irving. You can, in fact, I've seen his girlfriend. Irving, you can have your girlfriend uh, PM me for uh, arrangements <laughs> to win your prize, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, congratulations, uh, Green Hornet, on that. We'll announce the winner of the small engine cam. That's the big one. I got to fix it so we win that cam I sometime. Know, I mean, Create a fake name and a dumb, stupid cam. question, and we'll seven to <coughs> blame it all on the new pro producer. What's happening over there? Um, Mike DeRosha, thanks for tuning in. What's up, James Griffith? James riding around his bike now like fucking E.T. See what happened? The first time on the bike, he got hit by a car. He rides that thing to work in the morning. He doesn't seem like to be the headlight type. James, as you remember, is the guy who bought the... Mm -hmm. uh, Brig seven horse from hi james james is always looking for a fishing partner between that and the bike james you got me a little worried but thanks for listening uh, i'd like to give a shout out to brad demoise uh, my buddy lance giangalina 
uh, Dean Trammell. See, those are all the guys I wanted to say, but I can never remember them. Well, try these. Um, we have some. So you got them all written down. I don't come with anything written down. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. Next show, I'm going to give you a little sheet, and I'll even start to put some names down. Like I recognize some of the names I mentioned. You wanted to. It'd be like trading baseball cards. I'm going to make. I'm going to give you some names in your own list on the next podcast, and you can start from that, and then build it and build it. Well, I want a Willie Mays and a Mickey Mantle. I can't tell you the mini, the Mickey Mantle and the Mini Mantle. The Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays cards that I would put on my bike, my spokes with fucking paper clips to make we engine noises that. that are now five thousand dollars each. <laughs> you know, don't even get me started on that because that's when it, that, you that's like how the many of those I threw away. How about all the three forty dusters for three thousand dollars that are now forty fifty grand? Do you want me to start there? No. And I, I thought for I've a, been there before too in the cars. And I had hoped that these mini bikes would be that. <laughs> it's never going to be that. As cool as bikes, these old mini bikes are, and as compatible as they are with the old muscle cars, they've got all that going. They're built in the sixties. Everybody who had a muscle car had a mini bike. It was the same guy. It's the me and you guys. That was the coolness. The muscle cars <laughs> went from three grand to thirty grand. The mini bikes aren't quite making that launch, but. Hey, Ed, hold your breath. You never know. Uh, I got too many other folks on there. I do want to give a special shout-out to uh, some celebrity friends, Ed. Brian Ortega, MMA fighter, who will be fighting against um, Max, the blessed one, Holloway. Uh, Brian's a big fan of the show and a mini bike enthusiast. There's a lot of good things with a lot of young uh, kids who need a little extra help. Brian Ortega taking on Max Holloway, UFC 226. Thank you for that, Brian Ortega. And while I'm at it, I want to give uh, Stipe Miocic a heads up. Hopefully he wins. And Ariel Harwani, who's got a great podcast, The Hawani Show, that folks may want to check out. And one of my favorite podcasts, Ed, by AJ Benza, Fame Ain't It a Bitch. <laughs> check him out if you're bored. Earlier in the show, we announced the induction of Ray Matrina from Little Indian Mini Bikes, as well as Temecula Bob. Can I get on that podcast? Yeah. Fame Isn't It a Bitch? Yeah, you'd be perfect for that. In fact, that's a t-shirt for you, <laughs> right? I see you walking down with the Fame Ain't It a Bitch. <laughs> I'll make a couple calls. What size are you? <laughs> Extra large. All right. The 27th of uh, July, uh, we had a chance to catch up with Eric. Uh, we'll be the rescheduled Candyman Extravaganza. For more information about that, he's got his own website, that big shot, CandymanExtravaganza.com. I don't know, Ed. It's killing me. Vinny from Vinny's Minis. How you doing, buddy? Duran Bagwell, he won that small engine cam. I think my man uh, Arlo Davis, shout out to him. He won. Hey, you got my Fred Edwin Murdo down. Great. Well, you and Edwin go back. He's actually yeah, listening yeah. in. How about Edwin as a yeah. potential guest? Yeah. Well, why don't you book him? I'll talk to him. You get him on there. Now, he's into bicycles, but I want to go back to the he's, day when. He's still got mini bikes, I think. All right. Mike Z, uh, former uh, winner of the podcast, uh, Dwayne Richardson. Mike DeRosia, Eric Biggs, I don't know, Will Jackson, Jason Williams, Stylistics, A.V. Sandoval, Leon Caxor, Pierre Thomas, Heal Up. And believe me, brother, I saw that scar. You're going to need more than a fucking aloe plant. How about a long sleeve shirt and a helmet and some gloves? Walter Restrepo, Randy Keats, my man Nick Scara from AZ. He's on his ride home from work. Nick, how you doing? Thanks for what you're doing over there in Arizona. We'll get out and see you. Cliff Short is a guy that I came across, Ed, online. Chris single-handedly masterminded his passion of mini bikes and turned it into spirit mini bikes. Spirit mini bikes. And if, I'd love to get our hands on one. In fact, send us one, Cliff. Send us a frame, and we'll go through it, and we'll put it together. We'll have some fun with it. Cliff offers uh, some really cool mini bikes and some 
at some really very reasonable prices. I posted something on our Facebook page. Ask folks to check it out. I think it had like 500 views. Uh, it's Cliff Short. His company is Spirit Mini Bikes. I had a chance to go back with him. He had some nasty shit happen to him. His like nephew got shot. After we're going through this nice conference, you know, email banter back and forth, he, he posts that his his nephew got shot. So I guess, I guess life's just not a bunch of fucking Easter eggs and warm bunnies and mini bikes. Sometimes Ed, it gets a little tough out there. So well, be safe out there, everybody. Uh, that's it on that. Ian Cordova, we'll see you next week, right? You got to bring your father, pops, right? Now I'm gonna go to. Well, if I ever had a man crush. I think it would be on Jake Moe, right? Jake's, he's just my man. He recently um, he recently gave, well, he didn't. His wife gave birth. Beautiful Courtney gave birth to his second son. So he's been probably not sleeping at all. He's got a new job. We're going to dial him up. Let's see what's happening with my man, Jake Moe. Those of you who are uh, listening in. What's happening, Jake? Hey, what's up, Joe? Doing well. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, can you hear me? We can. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. I understand that the recent AV ride was uh, one that, unfortunately, we had to miss, but I hear a lot of good things about the ride. How was it, Jake? Yeah, it was a good ride, man. The weather was good. Um, we had probably about 20 bikes come out. Wow. Yeah, everybody had a good time, you know, but of, uh, um, yeah, everybody's just hanging out, having a good time, so. I love, see that, that, that's it in a nutshell, people just hanging out, having a good time, that was what was so cool, yeah. so, um, did D show up with, uh, the full fanfare, the video crew, the, the, the drone, and all the photography gear? No, D didn't make it up this time, he was on, uh, on the Facebook group he was saying he had a pull an all-nighter or something so we weren't sure if he was coming in or uh, what was going on i think he had to work late or something like that yeah you know he's he's like you he's always got something going on no matter what event i see him at he's always rushing from some other thing that he did the night before so he's one of those guys he's like the energizer bunny we'll, we'll catch him on the next one uh, i couldn't make it <laughs> i couldn't make it neither could evil ed but uh Thanks for putting that on, Jake. It seems to be growing in stature and notoriety. I could just tell by some of the posts online. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We had some uh, some new guys out uh, this last time. Some of the some of the guys that follow our Build Mini Bikes Instagram page. Um, the guys from All Mighty Mini Bikes, and then uh, the other one was the Mini Cart. But they were all out there, and uh, they were good guys, and they all, they all had a good time, and um, you know they're all respectful and um, just kind of. You know, no drama. They're just having fun out there to ride. Yeah, I know that when you originally launched that, it wasn't as if there was a big cattle call for it because we really didn't know what we were getting into. Uh, now that it's building some steam, I'm sure that this will become more and more of interest and you'll, you'll probably watch that thing grow. And I'm, I'm hopeful of it as well to a pretty big group. So good luck with what you do there. I know you have a little bit of help over there putting that event on who are some of the other guys behind the scenes that make that ride a big success um yeah my buddy alfredo actually me and him went out uh the first time and just uh at the time he had a roper and i had my roper and uh we're just looking for a spot to ride he lives right up by there so we just kind of took off for the day and uh found all those back roads and stuff so ended up being a pretty cool thing 
Um, I like the spot because it's like they they were gonna build housing tracks and stuff there, and so there's just a bunch of like paved streets and roads and hills and all kinds of stuff, but they never actually built houses, so it's all just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And it's a lot of good riding for uh, you know there's street riding, there's dirt riding, there's turns, there's straightaways. Um, yeah, I mean people go out there. Uh, we don't usually race too much. That's kind of one of the things about the ride. We're just we're just out there to have fun. Uh, nobody's there to race or, uh, you know, have drama. Just bring your bike out and uh, kind of it's a good time to fine-tune your bike and find all the things that are, if something's going to go wrong, it's going to happen on that ride because we ride a lot and do a lot of different things, straightaways, turns, and um, definitely find the weak points on the bike. So it's kind of fun to see, um, you know, that kind of stuff, what holds up on the bike, what doesn't, and, yeah, and it's really a safe environment for that too, Jake, because like you said, it's wide open and you could ride wide open or you can ride on flat land or hills or like you said, dirt. But if you're out there, like those of us who've been out there, anything that is loose on your bike, anything that's not right on your bike, from the smallest thing to the most obvious, I had, I don't know if it was a clutch brake Remember the first time I took a ride, I went over to Mini Bike Paul's event. I had one of these Rutmans with a clutch brake, and I'm riding, having a great time. And I keep seeing—I remember Charles Mini drag bike. I really didn't know him at the time, but this, this big guy, huge guy, pointing at my bike, and I'm giving him thumbs up, like thinking he's giving me props. He's like, "Man," he, he said, <laughs> "He's pointing down my my clutch brake was like totally disassembled." Uh, Jake recently <laughs> finished the Temecula Bob Cruiser, and. Um, I was doing pretty good, and then everybody started passing me like I was standing still. I didn't know what was up. My caliper had stuck, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake runs out, gets some CRC and a couple wrenches, and does a little adjustment. I guess my point is that not only is it a great place to truly shake out your bike, but there's enough guys around there that can help you when you're stranded or have a right tool for you, or have made that repair a few other times. And when you're with Jake, you don't have to worry about anything. It's like bringing in a, a member of like the, the, the SEAL team you know, on a mission. So you, you've done a good job with that over there, uh, with that event, Jake. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to take a little bit more of your weekend time. Uh, now, I know that you're a proud new papa. How old is your son now? Uh, he's just over a month now. <laughs> Are you getting any sleep? A little bit. Good. Get get some extra rest yeah. because we'd like you here Saturday morning at nine o'clock. Okay, right on. So yeah, let's do it. So here's what we're gonna do for those of you listening. Jake is gonna be a part of the show, and we're filming it this week. And uh, Jake will. Jake, will you make a note to yourself, please? I'm gonna pretend this is just a regular phone call instead of a podcast. Can you be sure yeah. to bring the uh, the Pioneer product that's new in the box? Oh yeah. And then if there's anything, if there's any, I've got a box of some of the parts that you've crafted for that bike. But if there's anything else there that's re- specific to that bike so that we can give uh, Frank a clean handoff, the plan is to just film you quickly while you're here and do a quick little bio and then jump in the GMC. I'll drive. Got a little AC. Me, you, and Evil Ed and our camera guys will roll out to, I think it's Hysperia. Hysperia. And that's not too. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to take the two ten to the fifteen, and we're going to go see those guys, and we're going to capture a little footage there. I should have. I, I should have you back here by about. Is he watching? About three o'clock. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little later. Um, and you'll be happy to know that there's a, a prize package for all of our guest stars that I hinted at earlier. And believe me, it includes more than a can of CRC. <laughs> right on. The usual. Jake, uh, thanks for uh, sharing a little bit of the insight on the AV ride. Typically, you guys have a little bit of a um, cooling off period before you announce the next ride. Are you kind of looking down the line? Because it gets, it gets real hot out where you are, and you got to keep that in mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the main thing out here is just the wind, so i got to plan it right to kind of miss this wind. Um, but usually deeper in the summer, it's, the wind's pretty calm, so it should be good. Well, good. And yeah, summer, summer should be good. I just want to have a, you know, it's a good time to ride, so try to have a few more rides just, you know, over the next few months. I'm going to probably be somewhat of a lame duck as I recover these next few months with my little operation and Ed is close to having his bike ready so you may even see Ed out there riding before you see me but I'll see you this coming Saturday right here at the garage bring the products bring yourself and um, it's going to be a good time I always look forward to hanging out with you and we'll have a couple cheap laughs at Evil Ed's expense how's that? <laughs> Sounds good to me Thanks, uh, Alright there you have it folks See you Jake Mini bike builder extraordinaire, all around good guy. Now somewhat of a ride or a, a mini bike event coordinator with that cool AV ride that he's putting yeah, together up there. there. It's good. It's a good time. And you know what? You're in and you're out. It's kind of like my mini bike show. It starts early. These guys are like um, kickstands up, like nine o'clock, and then they're really done. You're on a mini bike, you know, after a couple hours. You know, it's about one o'clock. Everybody's kind of pretty much heading home. And you take that nice long ride right along the aqueduct, that sun, and that blue water. You pray to God your throttle don't get stuck and you fucking end up in that aqueduct, right? All right, everybody. So we're kind of closing up on the second half. And I want to thank again our guests this evening uh, who are largely uh, those folks that we called up. We talked to Karen Krause. We talked to Eric at Studs. We just had a chance to talk to Jake Moe. And now... Uh, now we'll get to that new section of the show, that new, what do they call it? That new segment, not section, segment of the show, Ed, going, going solo. Going solo. So Brian Franquez has been looking at all the questions that have come in. In fact, um, look, I'm going to give you like a minute, last call, any legitimate tech questions you want to post. These questions can't be sent to Brian, even if you've got his cell phone number or you want to go like through his Facebook page and. I don't need questions coming to me at my office number and, or Ed's cell phone. Please, if you're going to be a part of the chance to win the prizes, all the questions, whether it's for going solo or for Ed and I, they need to be posted on the Facebook page, not our personal connections or accessories, our phones or our laptops. Just a little note there. We like to just keep it within one house, so to speak, and we also like to reply back to as many of the comments and questions as we can, and we won't have that ability to do that if they're sent separately. All right, so there you have it. With all that said, if you had had a question, technical in uh, nature, that you wanted to send in to have a chance to win an F&B Stage 1 pipe, our good friend Brian Franquez from F&B Racing and the Inland Empire has been uh, reading your questions online and his job was to look through the different questions and select three of what we'll describe as um, maybe the, the, the most uh, productive will be selected. And then out of those three, 
we've asked Brian to select one. And that lucky winner will have a chance to win an F&B Stage 1 pipe. Let me see if I can get Brian's phone number here. And we'll dial him up. Let's do this. Boom. You know what I like about Solo is the first time we did the show with those two guys, Brian and Frank, they're just straight shooters. Oh, yeah. No bullshit. I love that. Hey, Brian, uh, this is Joe and Ed from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. How are you, brother? Joe, Ed, what's going on, fellas? What's happening, Brian? Uh, you know. Did you read any questions? I did. I have, uh, there's actually a couple of couple of really good ones in there. Um, let me see here. Well, while Brian's looking at that, a lot of folks were wondering, Solo, about what this is. In fact, I took a little bit of time and shared the premise of it with your brother Frank on the phone a couple days ago. And our view is that we're more about really the personalities and the events mm -hmm. and kind of the bikes, maybe a little bit of the history. What we found is there were a lot of technical, technically related questions that were coming in that we felt we would much rather um, address through folks that really have that in their bag of tricks. And although there's a, a huge contingent, including Ed, who are very adept at the technical aspects of mini bikes, we were looking for somebody that had that depth, but also had the average Joe guy covered. Because to me, in fact, Brian, you and I chatted about this, yeah. uh, this whole custom thing where everything's got to be machine and everything's got to be sent out and everything's not big enough or fast enough. It, 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 it's it's almost becoming a tad of a turn off. So I'm kind of hoping we can go a little bit back to square with some of the, the, the more average Joe, and I, I use that term affectionately, style questions. Uh, what's your take on that? Am I am I going off on a tangent, or are you seeing things somewhat the same? No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I mean, I've been doing this for, um, uh, God, many years now, eight, possibly going on nine, and... Um, I don't know. I just, I, I find myself coming back to the basics. You know, that's why I, I kind of liked, uh, one of the biggest reasons I liked uh, uh, the whole going solo uh, uh, deal you're coming up with here because it's, uh, it really does. It, it, it helps out, it helps out people who are just getting involved in the scene. And, and even those who, who, uh, you know, want to, want to go back to uh, something that's, um, I, I, I would just say basic, something basic and simple so you can go out and, and uh, uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy the hobby. You know, it's like you said, people get so caught up in uh, going so extreme and over the top, which, uh, you know, I'm able to do also, but um, it does, it, 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 it consumes you and, and you, you start to lose focus on, on, on you know, uh, the main reason I got involved with mini bikes and that's, that's the enjoyment of it, you know, and I, I still truthfully enjoy uh, riding my mini bike at, at, and, and building, and it just, it hasn't went away, and that's why I continue to do it, so. I noticed you were out there putting all that into uh, action at the recent AV ride. Yes, that was, uh, you know, Jake is, Jake is he's such a mellow guy, man, he's so easy to get along with, and 
that day was just uh, the, the ride. It fits his personality. He like it's just perfect out there. You know, like you mentioned, riding along the aqueduct. It's it's a really bitchin' ride, and I encourage people to go out there. I mean, the drive may seem uh, excessive or whatever, but once you get out there and you're in the mix with everybody, it's it's just it's uh, it's really cool. And the ride is is awesome. Like you said, you know, you, there was guys on doodle bugs out riding off road and. There was guys, you know, just the trail riding and those those long sweeping turns. It, it's it's uh, it's enjoyable for whatever style of riding you do. And there's long straights too to race. I mean, me and Jake and uh, another uh, another guy were were uh, having fun, you know. Probably Alfredo. Alfredo uh, was in the mix too. <clears throat> yeah, that was good. It was good. Yeah, you know, Brian, that um, that ride the first time. That was like more than I ever thought it would be. And when we first got going along that water, and then we went underneath that fence, and then you had those, like the streets of San Francisco style roads where they were up and down, and then that hard left where D ate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, I've been there now one, two, three times, and I still shit my pants with that hard left. <laughs> oh, man, there's, it's true. There's, there's, a, there's blind hills, there's. Really steep hills, and it's uh, it's it's just a bitchin' ride, man. I I can't say enough about it. Well, I'm glad I had the chance to ride out with you the last time. I'm sorry that I missed you this week. Let's get into the going solo segment, Brian. So I asked yep. you to uh, take a look at the questions, and I thank you for that. Not only the time and effort, but the help in advance, because this is designed for folks to learn a little bit. So you had a chance to look at some questions. There were like 40, 50 questions, and there's still some coming in. I asked you as tough as it was just to narrow it down to three questions and not as if they were the best, but they were just the ones that for whatever reasons you felt were most topical. Why don't you read off those three? And then if you can, as tough as it may be, select a winner. And as I understand it, we're going to be giving away one of those uh, F&B Stage 1 pipes. Yeah, well, one of our Stage 1 uh, deals. and uh, No, definitely. So I, I came up with a couple. Let's, um, let's start off with the first one here from uh, John Bennett. Uh, he asks, uh, what is the best oil to run, um, I'm assuming you meant in a highly modified Predator 212 engine? Well, <clears throat> I've ran so many different oils, <clears throat> and uh, what I've, what I've uh, come to the conclusion with for the highly modified motors, uh, I prefer two. And my top pick would be the Lucas uh, Junior Dragster oil, the 520 weight. And my second pick for that would be the FHS, uh, the FHS Heavy oil, both uh you can get over at uh, smallenginecamps.com. Oh, beautiful. Uh, well, sure. How, how could that not be? Everything that you need is at Small Engine Camps. <laughs> yeah, so instead yeah. of running out, instead of running out to, it, because when you go to the different track autos or the other ones, they're going to push fucking the, the two big brands. They're not going to have specialized oil. So, yeah, get it get it from Small Engine Camps. That was a good point. That was a good question, yeah. too, by John. Definitely. And, you know, you mentioned the Lucas products. I've gone out there. They're in Corona, I think. Huge. I mean, uh, I don't know. The, it's an oil company. It, it, it's, it's, right. And, Brian, I don't know if you know this, but Lucas Oil has their own television network and production company. They're like they're, they're like a mini a mini Fox. Really? Yeah, they, and the, they sponsor the stadium in Indianapolis. And with the roundy round guys, the circle track guys, Right. They swear They're by it. Off road for sure. They swear by it. And you know how you can really tell, Brian? There's a show called the PRI Show, Performance Racing Industry Show. It's held 
mostly in Indianapolis. It's bounced around to Orlando and a few other spots. I'm familiar with it. PRI is a little bit different than SEMA. SEMA is all the shit that you don't need that you want, all the lipstick and makeup, and then PRI is all the shit that you have to have. But the guys that are there are still wearing overhauls. They still got the, the little mic meter in their pocket. If they could find a used crank, they'd buy that. If they can get another run or two out of a piston or a set of mm-hmm. valves, they'd do that. They're, but they know their shit. But they're, they're, they're average guys. They don't have deep, deep pockets. That's a segment that, um, you know, it, it's reflective of the minibike world. You know, it, it's not always about just reaching in for the credit card. It's, it's using what's out there. Um, Lucas has had a strong reputation at PRI with those diehard gearheads. And when they recognize a product, not because they're, they're inundated with advertising everywhere they go and they get somewhat mesmerized by it, but when they drill in on a product because they know it works, that's Lucas. So good suggestion on that. What was the other oil that you were recommending, Brian? Somehow in translation, I missed that. Uh, on the, as far as the uh, second question I chose? No, the second oil. You mentioned Lucas and then another high velocity. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, FHS oil. It's uh, it's big in the karting world. Uh, Tim's actually been, he, he, he's carried that oil for quite some time. And uh, I've run that as well. Is same, both, uh, same 2050 viscosity, Brian? Or fifty twenty? Uh, you, you know the way that they um the exact weight on that I'm not sure, but I know they sell it in weight, so it's light, medium, and heavy. I always run the red heavy oil that he sells. I think that's like so. And, and why, Brian? <clears throat> I prefer a heavier viscosity for uh, you know different reasons. <clears throat> I've always I've always run a, a thicker oil in my in my race engine. Ed shaking his head yes on that too. Why? Why is that, Ed? I don't know. It just seems to cling longer. Yeah, isn't that something about how you interpret the oil when you pull out that stick? <laughs> to and me, it, the lighter oil doesn't like like want to cling, you know, yeah. to the inside internal parts. Well, look, when those parts are ready to go, they're going to go. It's just a matter of prolonging that 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 life, and that's what that oil does, you know. Um, Brian, uh, good question, John. Uh, who else did you have that submitted some questions that got your attention? Uh, this guy, Josh Vargas, uh, he, he, he asked this question and says, uh, with a good cruiser motor and a good drag motor for us that don't have a lot to spend. All right. You know, yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a real simple one. I think everybody that I know in the scene and probably 95% of the people that I don't know all have predators. So the simple answer to that one is a predator. Either, either, uh, either way you go. If you want to go modified, or if you want to say, hey, stock, the Predator is just—it's—it's it's the best bang for your buck in my book. And what Brian's talking about for those of you, and obviously, you know, it's at some point you don't want to talk down to people, but there are some folks that may be listening that aren't as into it as we are. The Predators are the ninety-nine, hundred twenty-nine dollar, depending on what day you you, you get engines that are available at Harbor Freight. You can get a coupon that, you know, they're all over where you can save another 20 bucks. Fuck, by the time they're done with it, they're paying you to buy those engines, right? You keep the receipt. Whenever anything happens, you put it back in a box, you play dumb, and you bring it there and say it didn't work. But they're bulletproof. Uh, they're offered in the 212, which is, what, the 6.5 horsepower or something like that. And now everybody wants the Hemi. 
In fact, I owe you 120 bucks or your brother for that last Emmy you have. I'll pay you on Saturday, Brian, or I'll pay Frank. But th- that's kind of the question I, I guess that you would ask now. Would you go for the standard 212 Predator 6.5 or do you get the, the Hemi one, Brian? Oh, see, I've been, uh, I was on the fence with, with that for a long time. I mean, obviously being in California, those were, you know, easily accessible, but I've got my hands on several Hemi heads now, and I've sold uh, a good half dozen in the last two months. And uh, I'm a firm believer in the Hemi heads now, and uh, I, I, I try to push those. Uh, as, as much as I can. So why, Brian? Toward- what is it about that uh, the Hemi head that you that you noted that made it a favorite over the standard Predator? Well, first, first off, um, just the design of the head. Um, they they switched up on the angle of the valve as well as the port. It's just a better flowing head, and it has a better combustion chamber. It's just a, an overall better design right out of the box. And they make, they make uh, you know, they just flow more. You know, for those guys that are into that, um, it's a better a better piece to start off with uh, over the California model. So you br- so you use that platform or that that base engine. You bolt on an F&B pipe. You, you bolt on an F&B custom intake. Maybe a slider Makuni. And you can almost be on your way. If you wanted to open it up, and obviously removing governor and things like that, I'm not even bringing it up. But if you wanted to do some additional work, whether it's head work or whether you wanted to go with, you know, custom piston work, all the things that we talked about in these custom jobs. But you can pretty much go with that engine out of the box with a pipe, intake, carb, different air filter, and maybe a little bit of tuning, whether it's different jetting, uh, and you're really ready to go with a pretty dependable cruiser, right? To answer Josh's question. That's a perfect, uh, perfect example. Obviously, the first thing I, 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 I won't even start on a, on a motor uh, uh, at the beginning with head work or anything like that. The, the first thing is getting a rod in there, getting a flywheel on there, and building around that, building around a solid base. So a good entry-level motor would, would consist of that, you know, a, a, a good ISKI cam, a, a, two, a black mamba or a 310, um, you know, uh, with a with a, a nice ported Hemi head, one of our intakes, and uh, I, I'm I'm really liking these 28 millimeter carburetors now that you see online. They're 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 easily tunable, and um, you know, a setup like that um, we'll be offering here shortly on our website. So we haven't really come up with a price on that yet, but that's a good example to to give for sure. What's the website? the uh minibikes.com great and um when you were here last with your brother towards the end of the podcast you hinted at and showed us a little bit of a teaser on the intake how's that been going the intakes have been selling well you know it's a it's a it was a, a really good design um and uh they're a little on the pricey side but uh, you know you you get what you pay for they're only like I thought they were like under sixty bucks. Was I wrong? Or ninety bucks? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's shipped. Okay. You know, these are quality. These are quality pieces. They're 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 uh, they're CNC machined pieces. They're they're it's a really trick piece. Brian, look. Why don't we um? Why don't we continue to uh, uh, go with this going solo? Who did we have for the final question tonight? So the final question 
um, uh, it was American Mini Bikes, I think. I just read that one. It, 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 it uh, scrolled off of my screen. But his question was, what, um, if I'm remembering this correctly, because I don't have, I'm not looking at it right now. He asked, uh, what's, what's the best time to adjust your valves, hot or cold? Well, I was always taught that the best time to adjust them is when your motor's completely cold. Yeah, um, that's what I was always You know, thinking. so that's, that's the answer to his question. I know people say they do them when they're warm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all, you know, I, I'm one of those sticklers on valve adjustments, and I'll redo it three, four, or five times until I get that exact feel that I want, and I want that when the head's cold. Why? So, why would you prefer to adjust them cold versus hot, in your view, Brian? I believe it's a true reading. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's no heat in the head, and heat causes expansion, and um, you know that's going to give you a false reading. And then I don't want that. I want my I want my valve adjusted correctly. Well, those are all pretty good questions, wouldn't you say, Ed? Yeah. Brian, um, first of all, uh, thanks to the folks over at American Mini Bikes for that question. Uh, Josh as well, and John. Uh, Brian, I guess this is the uh, crunch time. Who's tonight's winner uh, for the going solo segment that'll have their hands on a. Uh, F and B stage one pipe. <laughs> well, shoot, and I like them all. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the with the um, the, uh, the motor question. The best cruiser and the best uh, motor uh, at at a at a uh, you know a reasonable price. Josh, I think that's Josh. Josh Vargas, congratulations, question. Josh. You won a F and B uh, stage one pipe. Compliments of uh, Solo. Uh, I'd be remiss to not mention his other half, uh, Frank. Brian, we will be seeing you uh, this Saturday. Evil Ed, myself, uh, Jake Moe, and our camera crew, we're going to be uh, delivering the custom Rutman that we're hoping you guys will work your magic on. That's a future Joe's Mini Bike Reunion giveaway. Uh, Jake had his hands on it. Uh, Ed did earlier. And ultimately... Uh, we're looking for the job to be enhanced and finished by the professional team over there at F&B. So we, we got a bunch of uh, parts in a box. We've got a rolling, I would say that's somewhat of a rolling frame, wouldn't you say, Ed? Yeah, it's got two wheels. Uh, we've got a bunch of Pioneer products that we're hoping that we can uh, assemble in some sense of normalcy and give away. Uh, so we will see you this coming Saturday, the 30th. Uh, when we come to the shop, will we be coming to Hysperia? Hesperia, that's right. Just and, outside of Old Kills. Great. And is that like a stop? Like if people were around, could they stop in and see you? Or is it just a place where you guys are doing work? Because I've actually had people show up at Dunsmore Park thinking it was Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. <laughs> that's just the address for the show. <laughs> so so is your place available where folks can come in, or is it strictly by appointment only? Yeah, it's a by appointment only. It's a, it's a private spot. We'd be... Uh, we wouldn't be able to get anything done. <laughs> yeah, seeing all the cool cars and hearing all the bullshit stories. Uh, uh, Brian, well, look, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, we can keep this somewhat of a regular segment. Uh, I appreciate your uh, expertise. I always loved your style. And uh, Ed still thinks he kicked your ass that. drag racing, but <laughs> I, I, I think at some point we'll have to have uh, an updated race, maybe right. at AV, and we'll go old school, solo against Evil Ed one more time. 
I'll even ask my buddy. Believe it. <laughs> hey, listen, thanks, guys. I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thanks for having me on. See you, Brian. Thank you, Brian, and congratulations once again uh, to Josh Vargas. You've won the F&B Stage 1 Pipe. Uh, and you know, Ed, we have to give away the small engine cam. Mm-hmm. And um, we... Uh, we're going to recognize and give that cam wave to our friends over at American Mini Bikes. So congratulations, you won the small engine cams. Uh, you awesome. you join uh, you join Josh Vargas, <laughs> uh, who won the F and B. And you know uh, how could we not Ed recognize John Bennett? At first, I thought he was John Bennett Ramsey. It's like, oh Christ, didn't they kill that girl so many times? It's like, I thought it wasn't that guy. Thank God. Uh, so John Bennett, we're going to do uh, something nice for you. We're going to have an autographed Evil Ed hat that we'll send out to you. So you're a winner too, John. Uh, and that's pretty much it for the show. Uh, I liked the going solo. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I liked Karen. She was nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah. She's what do you a think? Nice lady. I like the, the phone ins. We tried this before. Was, I don't know if it was with Skype. Was it Skypey? It just was a pain in the ass. There was that delay. Yeah. The delay. We don't seem to have too much of that here. I like the way, uh, Brian suggested that the AV ride is really reflective of Jake's, personality it is kind of laid back so that was nice thank you brian congratulations to all our award winners thanks for listening everybody uh i'm joe sibergani this is evil ed we'll be back on the what is it the 11th 11th the 11th uh special guests in the garage will be the joe's mini bike reunion people's choice winner ian cordova and team cb minis maybe they'll be down with pops and his brothers so I'm looking forward to catching up. Poor Ian's tried as he might to be on the show the last couple months, but it's been tough. So third time's a charm, right? want to thank uh, all the other folks who listened in and tuned in. Get your mini bike ready. Like Brian was saying, or actually it was Jake, is to shake that bike out. You know, you can do everything you want inside the garage. And God knows we do, Ed. But isn't until you get that thing going that you really find out what you missed? I got to get my two strokes going. I was close to trying to fire up one of these things without putting oil in it. You know, so you've got so much shit going on when there's like five or six different projects. So be mindful of that. Uh, when you've got time, have a cool drink, walk around your bike, tighten up all those bolts. Just, you know, it's the old car trick, right, Ed? You just make sure everything's in tight. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We sure did. Uh, look forward to uh, working with our main man, uh, Trevor. Ed, you can be nice to him now because it's the first yeah, time. All right. I guess. All right, good. We've got uh, Emmanuel. E, what's up with you? You've been, E, uh, you know, in a week. Like, I'm just doing my average shtick. In a week for him, he's in three different states. You just did Vegas. Where were you before Vegas? Oh, no, no, you went camping. Yeah. You went camping, went and camping, I thought... Then he went in the hospital. Yeah, we did also day, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, he, um, he's one of those guys like Eric who just doesn't stop. Gotta stop once in a while. Yes. I did like seeing him with his kind of... In that relaxed mode. At some point, E, when we get over 15 listeners, I'm going to take you to Hawaii. We're going to spend the day on the beach. All right, good. It's paying for it. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. That's it. I'm Joe. This is Ed. We're out. See you next time.
mini bike show.